This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Good tomorrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, board opera producer of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. With me, as always, he is the associate producer of the other side of midnight telephone town coordinator, phone screener, overnight sports anchor, the runway model. Kenny's here. Yeah-ho! And also joining us, he is our local board operator for the time being. The one and only Elias is here. It didn't have to be for the time being. I'll be <laughs> here a little while. It's the, for the time being. For that time You being. never know what's going on. That's true. You might be out of here. <laughs> maybe, You're, maybe not. You, maybe, maybe not. You never know. This is the darker side of midnight where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about earlier this morning and in this case, three days ago. <laughs> Since we don't do anything on Mondays anymore because that is our, or at least my... 12-hour day. Yeah. So by the time 5 o'clock rolls around, Monday morning, I want to get out of here and go home because I'm tired. And Friday, we had a meeting. So usually we do the podcast right after the show. It is now 5.15 a.m. on August 15th. So if you're listening to this show, you want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight for the same date as the shows go together. But you can also listen to August 14th show, as well as August 11th show, which was last Friday, because we're going to talk about stuff from all three shows today. We had a meeting on Friday, which sometimes we have to wait for our program director, Matt Meany, to come in, and a lot of the time, he doesn't come in until like 6 a.m. Yeah. So we're here, and we're like, well, while we're waiting, we're going to bang out a podcast real quick. Well, Friday... The guy shows up at like 10 after 5. Yeah. So we're like, wow. He was here on time and early. So by the time we went through the whole meeting process and we're ready to get out of here, it's Friday and it's it's later and now we're tired and we're like, you know what? We're going home. So we did not end up doing a podcast on Friday. And if you heard Friday morning on the Sid and Friends show at about 7.30, was it 7.05? 7.05, you would have heard our own runway model, Ken, <laughs> came in and took over for Lou Ruffino and ran the board for Sid and Curtis for, what, about a half hour? Yeah, around You were there. baptized, you said, christened? Yeah, I got christened on the board. <laughs> you were christened on the board by Sid. Sid said he loved you. Yeah, he did. He gave you some uh, he, props. Sid is the man. And he said, look, I used to tell Joe Vitale. You got to learn everything. The more things you know how to do around here, the better off you are. Some shit like that. Yeah. He said something like that. The less chance you get fired. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) The more you know how to do around here. Yeah. Something like that. 
The wise words of uh, Rosenberg, yes. or what's his character in Sid Inside Rosenberg. Man? Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> yeah, it's Dracula. <laughs> by, by the way, I did watch Inside Man over the weekend. Nice. It was pretty good. I, you know, it was a good movie. I got to check that. But the best part about it is this: the one part when he says to you know, sits a bartender with Lucy Hale, mm. who plays the bartender, and the guy's saying to Lucy Hale like. Like saying oh, the pretty one or something like that, talking about Lucy Hale, yeah. and Sid's in the background and he goes, "Hey, I'm pretty." Like that's his <laughs> line, and I'm like, "That is not acting. That yeah. is Sid Rosenberg. That's not it. There's no acting in that scene whatsoever." Yeah, that is the symbol of Rosenberg. Yeah, he just goes, "Hey, I'm pretty," and I was I, like, "That's Sid right I, there." I wonder if they wrote it with him in mind. That's no. I was thinking like, I wonder if they just ad libbed that line. Like they must have listened. Maybe they were listening to Sid yeah. in the morning. And they heard the way he is. Oh, I'm famous. I'm pretty. And they go, "Hey, we'll write that into. Uh, we're gonna write that into the script for you." Yeah, that or, sounds or, good. Or if Sid was like, "Hey, what if I say this?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like let me get it in somewhere. Like, yeah. hey, I'm pretty. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, meaningful thing written out. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm just pretty. Uh, yeah. we'll, go, we'll, we'll end it there. Right. It. No, 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 no. Listen, you want to get as many lines as you can when you're oh, in yeah. a movie. You have to. Especially that. Yeah. Look, I watched it. It was a good movie. I recommend it. Watch Inside Man. It's available on Amazon. I think it's available on In Demand on whatever cable company you may have. But uh, check it out. It, was, yeah. it was good. So Friday, we do Ask Frank Anything. And there was a couple of questions. Finally, a week where we had some decent questions. Finally. Took forever. Finally. So I want to go over a few of those questions. We're not going to go through all of them. But a uh, very interesting question asked Vito in Staten Island asked Frank, if you were to get a tattoo, would you get a tattoo of your wife or Tulsi Gabbard? That was the question. And Frank's like, well, I'm not really a tattoo guy. I don't have any tattoos. And even even on today's show... He talked about, because somebody called up and said, so it was Joe from Queens, asked something about the tattoos. Yeah. How Frank said he doesn't like a woman that has a sleeve of tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I said to Ken, I said, you know, I don't mind a woman with tattoos. It just depends where they are. Yeah. And at some point, when it's just like one tattoo, if it's on like a shoulder or like an ankle or like on the wrist, inside mm-hmm. the wrist, like that's like I can deal with. The right. tattoos I hate, the one that I hate the most is the big giant thigh tattoo. <laughs> like right on the thigh, when a woman has this big giant thigh tattoo that's just kind of by itself, there's no other tattoos around, Yeah, I just don't like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd say on on anybody, guy or girl. You don't like thigh tattoos. If it's tattoos? too overbearing, right? Like if it's like just a giant tattoo, like I, I don't know. I, to me, it's not appealing. I, I gotta say, it's either all or nothing with me. Well, that's I what, think, I, that's I think what you, I'm saying. You, you can't you can't have one thing on your leg. Your leg yeah. has to be done up. Right. That, your yeah. leg's exactly. gotta be green. It looks weird. Exactly why I said I don't like the big thigh tattoo by itself, and I don't like the forearm on the inside for a woman. Like yeah. I used to always say, that's where I was gonna. I get a tattoo on the inside of my forearm, mm-hmm. uh, but on a woman, like, or even on the outside, even on the top of your forearm, yeah, I, it looks weird to me. Now, if you have other, if you have a sleeve of tattoos, now it, it looks okay to me. Right. I don't mind it. I don't mind if you're all tatted up. 
Mm-hmm. It's just the placement, and I guess it's the tattoo itself yeah. and the size and the you know if it's if it's all black ink and exactly what it is. Because I knew somebody years ago, and this was before. I mean, look, everybody has that tattoo now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a friend of mine uh, who she got her first tattoo. We were already older, probably like thirty, mm. and now she's got a bunch. She's she's got a bunch of different tattoos all over since then. But she has a daughter. Her daughter, I think, just turned like seventeen, maybe, and she took her daughter to get a tattoo. Really? And she did get not on the thigh. Well, it is on her upper thigh, but it's like writing, so it's just like it looks like a line across the top of her thigh. Huh. So it's not as bad as like a big giant yeah. picture of black ink on your thigh. But tattoos are not what they were like when I was growing up. If you had a tattoo, it was like, wow, you got a tattoo. Like, it was kind of a big deal. Right. No kids had tattoos. Mm-hmm. Nobody under the age of 18 really ever had a tattoo. And I remember when I was about 14, I got, there was a, it wasn't, we used to have those little, like, the ones that you get when you go to the ice cream truck. And right. you peel them on with the water. Yeah, with the water. Yeah, 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 and you let it sit there and you peel it off. I remember those. But there was one, it was like a tattoo kit where you would actually draw, like, basically color in the tattoo. Right. And I remember getting one of those on, like, my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it was like an eagle. But it was like, it, you know, it was like a real-looking eagle. It was like like a, like a, like a picture, like a, not a cartoon, but, like, somebody drew an eagle. But it yeah. wasn't, like perfectly detailed or anything right, right. like that. Mm-hmm. And so I had this on my shoulder and I remember pulling up the sleeve of my shirt to try and show off my tattoo. Mm-hmm. I was like 14. Yeah. And um, I, we were at, I think I was at Rye Playland of all places and somebody, like a stranger, like around my age, like came up to me and like, is that a real tattoo? And I was like, yeah, it's a real tattoo. Of course. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You got to show that off. Yeah. Of course it's a real tattoo. Oh, man. (laughs) Tattoo fake. It wasn't even like, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Nowadays, they have, like, henna tattoos, they're called. Yeah. The the thin. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different. like a stencil. Yeah, that's a whole different kind of of inking. Like, it's not. Right. It's it's temporary, but it lasts. Those things come off after, like, two weeks. Yeah, it lasts a few weeks. A lot of younger kids, I guess, that, like, aren't of age to get them legally. Get henna. Yeah, they get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could go to, like, I know they have them on the boardwalk. You go to Seaside Heights. You go to Point oh, yeah. Pleasant. They have people that just do that. And, like, I remember Madonna was doing that for a while. She'd get her hands, her hands hennaed. Yeah. That's, that, it's like a drawing. It's all different kinds of designs. A form of art. Yeah, it, is, it yeah. is kind of. And, look, I mean, if you look at some people, like, I mean, like, you know, I watch wrestling, and you look at mm-hmm. Roman Reigns and the oh, Usos because yeah. they're all of Samoa the Samoan heritage, they right. have all those Samoan tattoos, like The Rock yeah, has that, that is big cool. tattoo on his arm and back. Mm-hmm. That's like a Samoan thing. And Roman Reigns and the Uso brothers, they have the same thing. Like, their their entire arms are tatted up, but it's a design. It's right. not like different, it's not like The Undertaker, who's got like different, like a ghost, a devil, a skull, yeah. or like yeah, different like there. pictures. Where his entire arm, the unless you actually look at it, you have no fucking idea what it is. Yeah. It's just like a mush of tattoos. Whereas the Usos and, and Roman Reigns, they have an actual design that's their entire arm is the same design. Yeah. 
So it's a little bit different. And that's more of a heritage type of thing. Not to say that you have to get one. Right. But it goes to their heritage. I've been saying for years that I'm going to get a tattoo. Really? Oh, yeah. For years. Are you going to do it? Yeah. I still say I'm going to do of it. What? What do you want to get? The Kiss logo. No, I'm I, at this point. I used this is what I used to say. I wanted. I used to say, on one shoulder, I wanted some sort of a tribal design, but mm-hmm. not like a tribal band. Not. I wanted like a whole, almost like the 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 Samoan, like the Usos, and and how they have a design like that on one arm. Yeah. The other shoulder, I wanted a dragon that would be like my protector. <laughs> I had That's this whole cool. like I have it in my head of what I wanted to look like of that you would have the dragon sort of like you'd see it would be like the back of the dragon but his head would be turned around and he'd be looking at you mm-hmm. okay and it, you'd see like he'd have wings and a tail and it was sort of like peaceful not like with his mouth open but this is like yeah. like a, as like a guardian that was the right. other idea that I had um I don't know about now. If I would get that, yeah. I I still kind of think that once I get a tattoo, then the next thing I'm just going to get all tatted. That's what they do say. That's they what do I think say will happen. Once you get me. one or two, you like just keep yeah. going. Like it's almost like an addiction. Like you just want to keep getting more. All of a sudden, you turn your you turn your body into a canvas, and <laughs> right. you're like, oh, there's so much blank yeah. space yeah. here. We look at we look at Blaze, and he's like, comes in like looking like Batista. <laughs> One day with all the tats, tats everywhere. We get a couple face tats in there. No, nah, see, I would ne- that I would never do. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, and that's that's a thing now more than ever before. But that's one thing I would never do. Yeah, is uh, tat up my face. But I'll co- when I get a tattoo, I have another idea. Of, of something that I'm probably going to get at some point. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to come in, and you'll right. just see it. Nice. Because it will be visible. It's not going to be on my face. It's going to be on my arm, but you'll – it's it's not on my shoulder. It's a different spot, mm-hmm. but you'll see it. And then once it happens, then I will explain so like what it means. forearm forearm or like upper yeah. arm? No, no, forearm. I'll tell you that much. Outside forearm right, is my cool. idea. So you definitely want to get one. Yep. Nice. I've, I've thought about it in the last couple of weeks, even more, that like, hmm, you know, maybe I should just go do it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not against tattoos at all, but right. I don't know. I just never had the urge to, like, want to get one. Like, my sister's been wanting to get one for years. Yeah. And my dad th- hates them. Like, he threatened to the point of, like, really? I won't help you pay for school anymore if you get one. Oh, wow. Like, that's sort of extreme. Yeah. My, well, my, I mean, look, the, the Jews don't get tattoos. It's <laughs> it's a whole thing with the Holocaust and the numbers. Right, right, right. So people don't like to get it. But I know a lot of Jews that have tattoos. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. it's, they used to say you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you get really? a tattoo. Yeah, I don't know. You just get it on the inside of your butt, Greg. They won't know. Yeah, is that true? You can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery? Yeah. You used to hear that? Uh, right? Yeah, I think that, I don't think that's, I don't think they're. Right. That's not like an official a, rule? Yeah, I think it's. Because uh, I know it had to do with the numbers being tattooed from the Holocaust. Right. That's why. Makes perfect sense. That. that it was a thing that like, you don't do. Like you can't get a tattoo. Like it's mm-hmm. against your religion. But that's kind of. It was never faded like a, a little. Yeah, I think it's faded a little to some extent. I think, I think that came before the Holocaust. I think it was like you know something like thou shalt not you know hurt thy body or something right. like that. But then yeah. the Holocaust kind of yeah, like, it, it resolidified the solidified you know, it to like be like disrespectful. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. If you get a tattoo. But um, so yeah, one day I'll just come in and you'll be like, "What the hell?" There we go. You never know. So Frank was posed the question: His wife or Tulsi Gabbard? 
And of course, he just said he would never get a tattoo. Yeah. And he would not get a Tulsi Gabbard tattoo. He copped out. Yeah, he copped out. He wouldn't get Tulsi. He goes, maybe I'll get a green streak in my hand like Tulsi. He still was like, like Uh, Tulsi. He was still all about Tulsi. I think he would get Gabbard's body and Rachel's face on Gabbard's (laughs) body. You think? (laughs) You think that's what he would do? (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe he'd put Tulsi's face somewhere where... I was going to say, well, Rachel wouldn't see, but like, I mean, I would expect she would see his whole <laughs> Bottom body. Bottom see everything, yeah. But maybe like at some, maybe like a place that's like really not visible, like yeah. the inside underneath your thigh. In, <laughs> I don't know. In between your toes. Right. Yeah, yeah, a little tiny one. Something like that. Like of a face with like a gray streak. Well, maybe, the, you get, maybe you get like a little Hawaii island on a... On the inside of your toe? Something like that. No, or or it'll be like, like I'm saying, it'll be like a stick figure with a gray streak. Like, so they're like, what is that? Like, you would, unless you really know, you would have no idea what that is. You're like, why does a stick figure have a gray streak in the hair of a stick figure? Yeah, but it's Tulsi. Well, he just gets a Tulsi. Why does she look Hawaiian? He gets a Tulsi <laughs> tramp stamp. Yeah. That would be, be Frank's thing. That would be hilarious. It's just right, right across the bottom, it just says Tulsi. <laughs> That would be that. Now that would be a tattoo. A couple stars oh, yeah. on either side. Yeah, with the presidential logo in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With well, who's his favorite president that he always says? Uh, Teddy Rose. Is it Roosevelt? One, I think he's his favorite. No, is it Tulsi Roosevelt. Roosevelt ticket? Just on it. A... Yeah, yeah. I believe so. <laughs> is it Roosevelt? Doesn't he also talk about um? What's the thing not, with the mugs? Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. It's not Buchanan. Someone he always mentions. I don't know. What I don't know. One of those. One of those. One of those illustrious campaigns he worked <laughs> yeah, on at the age of fourteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the for the guy who was president like a hundred years ago, <laughs> something like that. Now another question that John and Field ask him: if he would take the red pill or the blue pill. Mm. Now that refers to, if you don't know, the Matrix, where the star of the Matrix. Keanu Reeves, who plays Neo, has the choice to take the red pill, which would then bring you into reality, or the blue pill, meaning you'd forget everything you just learned and you just go back to your life, which is really fake. It's it's the Matrix, right. the blue pill. And Keanu Reeves takes the red pill. That's the story in the movie The Matrix. So mm-hmm. Frank says, no, I take the red pill. And John and Friel goes, even if it means you'd lose your family? And Frank goes, yeah. Without hesitation. Oh, he goes, Sheesh. I'd like to know reality. I, I want to know the reality. I don't. In other words, basically everything you know would be taken away from you. And and if we are living, let's say, and Frank likes to say that we are living in a matrix, like for real. He yeah, has the said, simulation. He, he right? has said that. Yeah. Yeah, the metaverse. I mean, we're recall, really right, living right. in the metaverse. And everything here we know is bullshit. And I go, and I said it. This, this is this the metaverse. It sucks because why don't I have superpowers if this is the metaverse? This is a really <laughs> shitty metaverse because I yeah. want superpowers. So this ain't no Truman Show either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want superpowers. So he said he'd take the red pill, no hesitation, which means he would lose his wife, he'd lose Carmine, he'd lose everything he knows. To be in that world, and if you remember the Matrix, the world was not the greatest of the world. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the gra- a great world. It was like they were going into simulations constantly, mm-hmm. which people thought of as the real world. And then you get something in your brain that they could download stuff into your head, then that wild. would be kind of cool to get. Why can't I have that? It takes that would the, be wild. Yeah, because I can learn Kung Fu in like three seconds, like he did. 
and just learn everything really quickly. That I'd like. You could learn every cheese brand there is. That's right, right away. I can know what the best cheese to go with my crackers is. <laughs> Yeah. But but Frank, without hesitation, was like, "Yeah, I'll get a. I'll, if, I, if if that's the reality, I want to know." Yeah, that's so basically kicked his wife and son to the curb. Yeah, he'll join reality, and all of a sudden, he's an unsyndicated radio. Yes, yeah. no hesitation. He'd hmm. be stuck in the matrix, fighting a war. Meanwhile, but in every, any other question he's ever been asked, when it comes down to like saving Rachel or Carmine or oh, yeah. someone else, he without always chooses them. Right, but in this scenario, because this is the reality. He'd rather be in that world of reality, which could really suck. Yeah. You know, like they say, ignorance is bliss. I'd right. rather just not know. Look, if that's what I, if that's my choice, uh, you know what? Maybe I just want to go on in this world. I'll live, I'll die, and that'll be the end of it. That's it. And may, who knows? Well, maybe what do you I don't to... die. Maybe you graduate to reality. Yeah, maybe I'll just go up another level. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who, where we'll get. So that was kind of odd. Now, here's another question that Zach asked Frank. If Frank had the choice to pick William Shatner or our own Ken, the runway model, yeah. to be on an island with, I guess, forever. It was for a week, I think. I think he said forever. I think was it, it for was forever. A, really? I yeah. thought I thought it was just a week. I think he said. I think he said. I thought he meant until like you die or something. Yeah, like something like that. Oh, okay. That's what All I right. thought. I could be wrong, but I th- I'm assuming it was like forever. Who or, would you pick? And of course, yeah. without hesitation, Frank goes, "Oh, well, William Shatner." I've spent all of nine hours of my life with Shatner. I spent every night with Ken, which a isn't exactly true. He probably talked to Shatner. Much more in those nine hours than he's ever oh, talked yeah. to you, Ken. Ever, 100%. right? Hundred percent, right? Dude, he knows nothing about any of my us. personal life nope. like, at all. Nope, nothing about my family, nope. friends, hobbies, nothing. Nope. Nothing. He goes off of what we minusculely talk to him <laughs> yeah. about here. And 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 this will be the behind the scenes part is that when Frank comes in, we are working. Okay, we we do the Rita Cosby show. Dominic Carter, yeah. and then Frank is right on. So we don't exactly have a lot of time to converse, but I can tell you this. Even if we did, even if we were not working on other shows, we still would not be conversing with Frank. No. Because there was a point in time that I used to come in at 1030 when I wasn't working on the Rita show. My first show was Dominic. And I would be in the one studio control room, which is our backup studio, because mm-hmm. Dominic and Frank always work in the other studio. There's a table in there. There's computers. They do their work in there. The two of them sit in there together. There's a control room. There was a time that I would be in that control room, and the other they would be in the studio, and I didn't talk to Frank. 
I've talked to Dominic more than I've talked to Frank. Oh, yeah. So Same. the fact that he was like, oh, I'd rather be on an island with Shatner than with Ken. First of all, Shatner's 91 years old. Let's be honest. <laughs> the guy doesn't have that much more to live. Yeah, he, he'd be. He's like, got a lot less years, a lot less years. In front of him. Considering Dude. how much time Frank probably spends on that Wikipedia page, too. What else is there to know? Yeah, well, yeah. It, without the Wikipedia page, he knows everything about the guy. He's, but he's, I'm just saying, Shiner's 91 years old. He makes it to 100, which is only nine years away. If he Actually, if he even makes it to, like, 95, that's a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get to be 95 years old, 96, and believe me, William Shatner looks great, sounds great for his age, for 91 years old. I couldn't even believe he was that old. Yeah. I, you know, you forget. So he he's great for his age, don't get me wrong. But let's be honest, the guy doesn't have much longer to live. So right. he's going to be on the island. Let's say Shatner lives to be 100, nine more years of his life. That's it. After nine years... He's gonna, Frank's gonna be by himself, dude. He's gonna be he's gonna be talking a Shatner skeleton like Wilson. Yeah, yeah like Wilson. Away. Exactly. He's gonna be talking to Shatner. Shatner's head. Yeah, it's gonna be Shatner's <laughs> skeleton with the Captain Kirk shirt on. Yeah, with that mustard yellow shirt. Frank would probably still be muttering questions to him in hopes that he'd somehow oh, yeah. answer. Oh yeah, he would answer. What do you think about episode? Three no, he probably he probably season four. He'd be like, "Well, Frank Morano, he he talked like Shatner <laughs> back to himself." That's what he do. Meanwhile, yeah. young Ken over here is 25 <laughs> years old. He, he'll outlive Frank. Sprite chicken. But no, yeah. he wants to be with the old guy who's going to die in nine years rather than young Ken who can, you know, if you have to hunt for food, if you have to build a shel- build some shelter, if you have work to do on the island to stay alive, yeah. young Ken can do these things. <laughs> old Bill Shatner Cannot. Yeah, and, and God forbid, maybe talk to me a bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Because you know what? Frank also is not exactly going to be building shelter. Like, <laughs> like what is no. Frank now? Frank, the other day, yesterday, yesterday, just yesterday, said to me, I'd rather pay a guy to mow my lawn than to mow the lawn myself. I had been to Frank's house, okay? Because mm-hmm. I went to the barbecue. Yeah. I'd been to Frank's house. Trust me. Frank does not have a lot of lawn. No. Not at all. I I will tell you this, all right? And I'm not bragging or anything like that, but because we live in different areas. Obviously, where he lives is more expensive in Staten Island and New York. I live by the shore. It's a little different. But I live on the corner mm-hmm. of my, of the corner of two roads. I got a lot of lawn. A lot of lawn. Right. On my front, the front, and the back. Not as much in the back, but the front. And you could bang it out. And I mow the lawn myself. It takes me, the just to do the front alone, probably takes a good 40 minutes, wow. I would say. And I got my lawnmower. It's a, it's actually electric. It's ego. I, I got the lawnmower. I do it myself. What that? Frank can't even mow his own lawn. He's going to build shelter for himself and William Shatner on an island. That shelter is not going to last a, a day. Yeah, I think Frank does he know how to done. build a fire? Shatner probably knows more how to survive than Frank does. Yeah, he'd, he'd be done. He wastes all his time talking Star Trek. Then right. Shatner would expire, and yeah. Frank would be like, "Well, yeah, yeah. I guess Shatner, I'm screwed." Shatner probably just die from boredom. <laughs> yeah. Frank would tell him stories about pens, For something real. like that. They'll build a little hut out of sticks, and Frank will name it the Enterprise. Yeah, a yeah. hut. If he can even build a hut, I don't <laughs> even know how you do that. So, I mean, that's really just not thinking ahead. 
you're going to end up on an island with either you or Shatner and yeah. pick Shatner. He's going to be dead within a week. He's not going to be Tom Hanks and no. cast away and be able to last four years. Not at all. Not going to happen. Um, the other question which we picked as the winner was from Ray in the Bronx about Frank's bucket list and stuff he wants to do on his bucket list, mm. I guess, before he dies, which is not on an island with Maybe Shatner. before yeah. he takes the red pill. So he <laughs> says... Um, he says he wants to go, to go to New Orleans. Well, that you can do. I mean, yeah, that's you not. Can do that. uh, like, that's a really shit bucket list. Like, that's a really <laughs> stupid thing to have on your bucket list. It's one of the cheapest flights from, but, from, from Street. Yeah. From LaGuardia. But to go to New Orleans, like, bucket list to me is like, I want to climb Mount Everest. I mean, it might be something you'll never do, but I mean, it's got to be something. It should be something huge. Getting right. a tattoo could be a bucket list thing. That's a kind be. of a big thing. A permanent mark on your body. Going to New Orleans literally is a flight away. Yeah. Literally. I mean, I guess you could say any place is a flight away if you want to say, well, my bucket list is to visit here or there. But you could drive to New Orleans. You know, if you say, oh, I want to go see Paris. Right. I I get that. I want to go to China. I want to go to Thailand or something crazy. Vietnam or Japan, wherever. All right. That I understand. Australia, even Antarctica, like some place like that you would never think of. New Orleans? Yeah, not a three-hour flight away. Yeah, not even. I don't even think it's a three-hour flight. Two and a half, probably. Not even. I don't know how long it is. Probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I don't know. I've been there. I was there when I was 15. I mean, it's changed a lot since I was there. But I I have been to New Orleans, which I was surprised he didn't say because he likes to say that all the time. Yeah. So he said he wanted to go to New Orleans and to get a book published. He wants to write a book. What do you think he's going to write a book about? Pens? Charcuterie, charcuterie board? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Seagrids? Yeah. He's going to have a Seagrid <laughs> book? Se- the Seagrid book of Murano? Book of Seagrids? The Seagrid life of Salmon. Yeah, that's what exactly yeah. what it's going to be. Seagrids by be Frank chi- Murano. It'll be a children's oh, book. Yeah, children's book. Now, the Car- Carmine's bucket list, and Carmine is... 18 months old. Does he have a bucket list already? Well, he asked him what Carmine's bucket list. Like, what's your bucket list for yourself and for Carmine? Yeah, so for Carmine... Him, oh, it was a no. projection, right? Yeah, he ask said... Him. No. <laughs> yeah. That's what he would say. <laughs> exactly. No. He said uh, he, wants for, he wants Carmine to have children, get married, and to have a love of reading. What a bucket so first list. Of all, what a list. First of all, most likely, he... Well, I don't know. He may get married, have children. Look, I I'm not married or have children. So right. If that was if that was the bucket list, and I'm Carmine, he, he, he failed two out of three. <laughs> failed two out of three right there. <laughs> yeah. The other one was to have a love of reading. In fact, you fell three out of three with me, <laughs> because I, I don't know how that's a bucket list thing. Yeah, that that's because the, either that's, he's gonna love weak sauce. Well, because he's either gonna love reading or he's not, based off of what. His likes or dislikes or loves or whatever you want to call them are going to be. I feel like I feel like Carmine might have like the very hungry caterpillar in, in his hand, and then Frank is like, "Are you really reading that?" And he gives him like the Godfather. No, he's, he gives <laughs> yeah. some presidential trivia book. Yeah, yeah, he gives him uh, the, oh, the life uh, the life of William yeah. McKinley. Meanwhile, <laughs> I did see that picture of Frank when he was like eight years old. With the Hulk Hogan shirt on, right. in front of the fireplace, with the fire poker in his hand, 
I go, what is that poker? I go, what are you doing? I said, you yeah. look. He goes, I don't know. I don't. Rem- I don't even remember that picture. I go, you look like a ringmaster. You know how the ringmaster <laughs> has that baton? Yeah. Like, that's what he looked like with his Hulk Hogan shirt with a mug. He was uh, eight years no. old. And he had a mug in his hand. I, the mug. I kid you not. You can go look at this picture. It's, it's on the. It's on Frank Morano's Facebook. It's on on his Facebook, not the Morano fans and haters page. Not the Reagan Bush which, mug. Which you should you should uh, <laughs> join the Morano Radio fans and haters Facebook group. But it's on his personal Facebook page, which I think people can go and look at. I, I don't think it's. I, mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, his personal Facebook. Or mm. his professional with his name. I don't know. He has like a bunch of Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. But I know I saw it. And I was like, I was like, oh, look at young little Frankie with the Hulk Hogan shirt. And I'm like, and he's got a mug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so Carmine's either, either going to love reading or not. I don't know why that would be on your bucket list for Carmine. With Frank, he's probably going to end up hating reading. But wouldn't you want. Because of Frank. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you want your son to make his own bucket list? Well, for, for, to be fair, I guess the, the person asked Frank. Yeah, for question purposes. Of, of what you would want Carmine's bucket list to be. But he could have said, well, he could pick his own bucket list. I don't know what he wants. He's 18 months old. Yeah. Who knows what he wants? Um, There was one other one. Oh, yeah. He talked about um, Mike and Marilyn asked Frank his favorite boardwalk food. And Frank said, shaved ice, vanilla soft cone, which I I agree with that, but that's not necessarily boardwalk food. I can go to a Dairy Queen anywhere yeah, and get anywhere. A, and get a soft vanilla ice cream cone. And then he said pizza. And, and which, of course, also, there is a pizza place on every corner in Staten Island where he lives, yeah. number one. Number two, all the actual boardwalk food, he says he doesn't like. Oh, I don't like the fried funnel cake. Like, I don't like the fried Oreos. How do you not like that? That is boardwalk food. That's delicious. What you named is just food. Yeah, that you it's can get not, anywhere. Yeah. Shaved ice, you can get that anywhere. You can go to freaking there's Iowa a, and get shaved ice. Right, there's an ice cream man. You can go anywhere and get shaved ice. But where else do you get funnel cake? Boardwalk. Where else do you get fried Oreos? Boardwalk. I mean, all the stuff that you would get as boardwalk food, Frank said, I don't like, because it's heavy and it weighs me down. That's his answer. what about pizza? Not for nothing, Frank isn't exactly light on his feet, if you know what I'm saying. To put it that way. You know what I mean? He's not the pinnacle of, he's he's no superstar Billy Graham, Mr. Now wants to be known as superstar Frank Marano. Oh, and that now. He's, he's. I mean, superstar Billy Can't Graham had the body of a bodybuilder. Frank Morano's got the body of a uh, radio host. No, of a, of, a dad. of a garbage can, <laughs> of the actual can. He's got the shape of a garbage yeah, pail. For real. Yeah, with a dad. gray streak. Yeah, exactly. A garbage pail with a gray streak. That's the Frank Morano body type. So I don't know what he's talking about. How his favorite boardwalk food is stuff you can get anywhere. Um, let's move on to yesterday. <laughs> Ken looks at me like, fuck, we're only on yesterday? Catching up? Yeah. Yesterday, well, we talked about social media and the impact of social media. We yeah. had a guest on that talked about social media. Now, what did Frank say about social media? Well, Frank was asking the guest social media's influence on society. Right. One of the things he asked him was about 
children and should they have some sort of restriction on the social media that they're allowed, like the age that they're allowed to use social media. What age did you start using social media? Well, I didn't get an iPhone until freshman year. No. But you had a computer. Junior year of like high school. But you didn't have a computer at home? I mean, yeah, you, but you I don't. I don't think I like. I didn't go on it for like Facebook or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I was probably like junior year of high school. So you were sixteen by the time you got to, when you got to social media. Yeah, actually, no, nah, maybe a little younger than that. Definitely 13? high school. High school. Elias, it wasn't how, before that. How old were you when you got on social media? Fifteen, sixteen. What was your first experience on the computer, phone, what? Um, on on a on a phone. Oh, well, it was actually on an iPod. On what platform? I. It was in, I think I had an Instagram on my iPod. On your iPod? Yeah. You had Instagram? Yeah. What about Facebook? Nope, no Facebook. What about now? Do you have a Facebook? Yeah, I have a Facebook. But you didn't then? No. So you I, had Instagram. What about Snapchat? Uh, Yeah, I, I had a Snapchat. At, oh, you had a Snap? Si- at yeah. 16. Twitter? Uh, No, I didn't get a Twitter until I was probably 18, and, and that's just that's just the best social media. Grinder. Uh, not yet, not yet. Hey, listen. We're working it in. Whatever floats your boat, man, it's okay. No (laughs) no judgment here. Whatever you like. Listen, uh, um, there's so many of those. So many, so many different days. Do people just spread themselves super thin on, on, I don't know. Do they spread super thin? I don't know. Ken, are you spreading yourself super thin (laughs) on Grindr? I mean, people usually use... A multitude of them, honestly, nowadays. A multitude of grinders. Black people meet. You know, you got Christians mingle. (laughs) Christian mingle. (laughs) Christian mingle, yeah. What's the the farmer one? I like that farmer one. Oh, yeah. You always see the commercial, the farmer one? What the hell is that called? (laughs) Farm me or some shit? Yeah. I don't know. No, it's not. (laughs) Farm me. (laughs) Come plow me. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's, like, it's like the banjo thing, thing. Come meet a farmer. And they're like, you go online and meet a farmer. Yeah, I know what you're talking Singles about. Singles for farmers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? It's, it's very, that's very, you know, uh, precise. Yeah. <laughs> like farmer. Specific, yeah. Yeah, specific. Farmer meat. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like social media as a whole, though, and we've spoke on this before. Right. Is definitely... To well, the, me at least the influence that it has now more than ever before. Well, more than ever because it's it's right. now embedded. It's everywhere in culture, and it's. I think it, kids do start way too young on it, but I don't think you can put an age restriction because, like the guest said, who I'm forgetting the name of, he said that Doctor Doctor Andrew Selipak. There, yeah. look at this kid. You know, there it is. He said that either way, kids are going to find a loophole to do it, to, well, to go, use it and go on it. Yeah, well, I was checking the I'm 18 box by the time I was nine. Yeah, you know? right, exactly. That's For the real. thing, is that there's no way to really police it unless your parents restrict IP addresses and things like that on a computer. There's right. n- or restrict the entire computer, mm. and certain sites are labeled certain ways, you're going to still be able to get on it. The, right. the, the parental controls have gotten like better and better and more right. intense and intense. But but the thing is like there there's so many apps that just work around it. Like they they won't you know your nine year old can get on you know YouTube yeah, without they any know. restriction. Right. And you you don't know what they're watching and it you, there's well, not really a way to find out. See that's the thing we're, we're at a point now where my generation are the parents and the kids 
know more than the parents in terms of getting around on a computer with software and the apps. Yeah. Not all, not all parents, depending on what field you're in, but it will get to the point where like the millennials generation, they're going to know a little bit more. And then Gen Z, when they're parents, they're going to know even more. Yeah. So it'll get better and better. But I think, look, I know people that have kids and they get these little kids that give them an iPad and they just sit in front of it. Just like my mother or our generation was sat in front of a TV. You know, every generation has their thing. Now it's yeah. just like being watching YouTube videos. Well, I yeah. watch TV. That's so what, who cares? That's, What's the difference? That's what Frank was talking about with the with the guests the other day. And, and I think, I, I think, what what the what the guy said was no, it's different. He said social media is different. Right. Well, but there's all, there's also the aspect of this with social media, and I guess it's just having electronic devices at the ready and part of your. It's like an, an appendage now. Your phone is like there are two kids that could be sitting in the same room next to each other, texting each other and not talking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or across the table or something like that. They're not talking. And most likely is because they probably are like, yeah, this sucks here. You know, look at dad's shirt. What an idiot. Like they're yeah, making fun of their shit. parents yeah. and talking shit about their parents to each other. And the parents are so oblivious to that. I mean, not only that, but how many times, like, at least in my experience, have you been with like, let's say family at a party or like hanging out with your friends somewhere and everyone's on their phone? Oh, yeah. No, all one, the no one's talking. Just everyone's on the phone. And I do it, too. Yeah. I'm I mean, guilty I, of it at times. But I do it. I, mean, I try I, to live in the moment. Right. But sometimes it gets people. there. Well, know? sometimes, like, you know, you're, like, you're sitting at a bar, because I know I like, go out to eat or something, I'll sit at the bar, and we'll be two of us at the bar next to each other, and then we're both, like, on our phones yeah. looking at Facebook. Oh, look at this. And then we're showing each other, oh, look at this. Right. Not that we're not talking, but it's very easy for people to just take out their phone, and you're very used to it now. And, I mean, I, I can remember a time when... If I used to wear a watch every single day, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't worn a watch in years on my wrist, but I used to wear a watch every day. If I didn't walk out with that watch on and I forgot one day, I was like, oh my God, I feel naked. I don't have my watch. Yeah. Now it's like that with the phone and I cannot be outside without my phone. Like it won't happen because when I get in the car, the first thing I do is put my phone in the mount yeah. mm-hmm. that's right up on the windshield. So I will know immediately if my phone is not there. Now, there have been times that I have walked into the house and forgotten, left the phone in the mount. And then I'm like, where's my phone? I'm like, oh, it's still in the car. Like, that's happened. Right. Or I leave it upstairs or I leave it in another room. But I can never leave the house without the phone. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying, like, because I can't survive without the phone. It's just that I just won't. Because of where it's mounted, I'm so used to it. But yeah, if I was out now without my phone, it would, in certain circumstances, I would be screwed. Mm. Because there's two things that you have to have with you, I think, at this point now in life, right? Your yeah. phone and like your wallet, ID, credit cards, things like that. So your mm. keys. Key, yeah, and keys. And your dignity. Don't forget <laughs> that. Yeah, well, a lot of people forget that at home. So... I know that I will, like, I stop off at Wawa every day. I, wa- I I go in with my phone. I don't take my wallet out. The only time my wallet comes out of my bag is because my ID badge 
for this place is in my wallet. And I just take my wallet and I put it up to the door. Yeah. <laughs> and I put it up. When we walk in the building, we have the, the, the revolver, the, the gates, whatever they're fucking called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put my wallet on that. It opens. When I come up here, I put my wallet to the thing. The door opens. And then it goes back in my bag. Mm-hmm. I don't take out my credit cards. Barely ever. Really? I don't, yeah, barely ever. Everything on my phone. Oh, you do like the tap? To yeah. That yeah. I tap everything. Mm. When I go to Wawa, because of the gas, you can get you can buy gas on on the app, the Wawa app. You just tie your credit card or your debit card, whatever, to the Wawa app. Mm. So you just punch it in because it knows where you are. So when you pull up to the specific Wawa, mm. it'll come up on your phone, that address. You say the pump number that you want, and you put yes, and that's it. And then you'll see the pump. They'll say, pump activated. Mm. And you tell the guy how much you want. And then automatically will charge your card, whatever amount you told them. Yeah. And then when I walk in with a while, well, yeah, I just bring my phone and I tap it. And that's it. Yeah, I'm more of a rolls of quarters guy. <laughs> Pull them probably out. probably are. Unroll it. Count <laughs> yeah. them out on the counter. Give me a second. You're probably <laughs> like, no, you know, you're a guy that walks around with like a little baggie of quarters. <laughs> like a lunch like bag. A zip like, yeah, zip like a sandwich bag yeah. of quarters. <laughs> Always you're, exact change. You're, count, you gotta, you're counting out. You got to fish for that. One dollar, two dollars. I used to do that when I was young. When I was younger, I didn't have, you know, before I had a job, steal, <laughs> steal a few Last quarters. Last year. Steal a few quarters out of my dad's like can of coins in his closet. And what would you buy Walk with it? Walk to the deli and get like a dollar bag of chips. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, me and my friends would go. They're like, hold on, I gotta get a dollar. I'll tell you this. I'll t- I'll tell you a story about coins. So one time, I was with my friend. I was at his house, and we were going to the pizza place because that's where they had the Donkey Kong machine. So we're going to the pizza place, and my friend goes to his dad. You know, can I get some money? And his dad gives him. $3.50. Think about this is like a 19, I don't know, probably like 84 or something. Mm-hmm. And he gives him $3.50. So then his mom was like, oh, no, no, no. And his mom gives him a $5 bill. So he's like, all right. So he puts the $5 in his pocket. And we're like, all right, we're going. And all of a sudden he hears dad go, hey. And he goes, give me my half a buck back. <laughs> like he wanted the 50 cents back. He goes, oh my God. I'll never forget. I was dying. Like, I, I was 14. And he's like, give me my half a buck back. Like, it's the way hilarious. he said it was just hilarious. <laughs> give me my half a buck back. Not, not even give me the all 350. Just <laughs> no. the 50 cents. Yeah, just the 50. That was the only thing, too. It was like, he didn't even want the $3. Was like, okay. It was like, it was like he, could, he had his limit, and the limit was $3, but yeah. he gave him 350 And then when his mom gave him like the $5 bell, and maybe 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 his mom gave him two dollars to make it five dollars. I think that's what it was. I think oh, his really? mom gave him two dollars to make it five dollars. But now he had five fifty. Uh, that's why he said, "Give me my half a buck back." <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, because back then that's all you needed—five bucks for the arcade. Yeah, no, well, we oh, yeah. it wasn't even the arcade. This was just a pizza place that had a Donkey Kong oh, machine. Oh, oh. But even in the arcade, so you used to go to the arcade, and I'd go with a five dollar bill. And the arcade used to be like for five dollars. You know, it was always like a dollar gave you four tokens. Mm. Like instead of four quarters, you got tokens. Yeah. yeah. But if you put a five in, you got thirty tokens. Oh, you got the bonus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because right. you get the bonus because you're putting five dollars in. Huh. So back then, games were only twenty five cents. You know, yeah. a big game was fifty cents. I'm trying right. to think what, what what was like a fifty cent game it was one of the ones maybe that like you sat down and drove in. 
like, uh, like pole position or something like that was 50 cents, but most video games were a quarter or one token. Meanwhile, they are like a dollar now. Oh, now they're like a dollar fifty. It's like a dollar fifty to play ski ball. Are you kidding me? I yeah. went to the I went to the boardwalk in Point Pleasant a year ago, and we were with this friends of ours. And they have a son. He's I think he's like nine, so he was all into getting the tickets. Yeah. Man, the ski ball and forget about they don't have they don't we don't put coins in anymore. They give you a credit card. Right. You get the card yeah. with money on it. 50 you, bucks for, for like seven right, games. Right, and you swipe the card or you stick it in the slot for a game. <clears throat> yeah. And then we got all these tickets. And then you need like 2,000 tickets to walk away with like a little tiny stuffed animal. Yeah, that you're night. in there like, for three hours oh, and you get a Tootsie Roll. Yeah, yeah. you spent all this money for something that would have cost you a dollar at the yeah. dollar store. Like a plush monkey or something. Yeah, shit. exactly. And then you're always trying to crane game to get like an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Or like, a, like some kind of, you know, or an Apple Watch. That that's like, that's thing. the thing now. Apple Watch or an iPhone in the crane. Yeah. No one ever gets that. Like, it's like, for, it's like hard as hell. But, um, so yeah. Um, we think that social media is, uh, it's only probably going to get either, it'll probably get better as people get used to it. But look, every generation has this thing. All right. I guess we're not going to talk about anything we talked about today. Yeah. What did we talk about today that we were, I was going to talk about? Whatever. We'll handle that tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do, today was two shows ago. Tomorrow yeah, we'll do we, today's. We had a catch tomorrow. up. Yeah, we caught up. All right. So that's the end of that. If you've listened to this, you want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. You want to listen to Friday's show, which was August 11th. You want to listen to Monday's show, August 14th. You can listen to today's show as well. We always want you to subscribe to both shows, The Other Side of Midnight and The Darker Side of Midnight. And also join the Morano Radio Fans and Haters Facebook group, and you'll see what's going on there. All right, we're going to end it like we end every show. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.